John Adams' Letters from the Front podcast for June 1917. This podcast looks at life in World War I through the letters of John Adams, who was 23 when he joined in September 1914. He served with the 9th Service Battalion, Royal Irish Fusiliers, and was involved in many significant events on the Western Front, particularly Passchendaele. These are his words, read by his grandchildren, and narrated by his great-grandchildren. It was May 2014 that John, Roger and myself were out in the Western Front following the letters of our grandfather and we happened upon the Pool of Peace, a beautiful tranquil pond in the middle of nowhere. This pool was made by the bombs that went off during that Battle of Messonine on the 7th of June 1917. This month in history we look at the Battle of Messonine, including these explosions that left this beautiful pond including what John Adams and the 9th Service of Battalion were doing then. We also hear his letters, most of them written after this battle, with quite a few field postcards. My name's Mark Adams, and John Adams was my grandfather. The Battle of Messines This was the first battle that both the 36th Ulster Division and the 16th Irish Division fought side by side. These two, who were on opposite sides of the Irish problem and partly formed to oppose each other, were now brothers in arms. The Battle of Messines was a way for the British armies to take pressure off the French forces, who were dealing with a mutiny on the Western Front. It was decided that the British would try to force the Germans back at Messines and break the line. In preparing for the battle, the British had laid 22 mine shafts underneath German lines all along the ridge, the plan being to detonate all 22 at zero hour. 3.10am on the 7th of June 1917, to be followed by infantry attacks so as to secure the ridge from the presumably dazed German defenders, the infantry heavily supported by the use of artillery bombardments, tanks and the use of gas. Work on laying the mines began some 18 months before zero hour. One mine at Petit Duve Farm was discovered by German counterminers on the 24th of August 1916 and destroyed. A further two mines close to Perlogis direct wood were not exploded as they were outside the planned attack area. 8,000 metres of tunnel were constructed under German lines. Occasionally the tunnellers would encounter German counterparts engaged on the same task. Underground hand-to-hand fighting would then ensure. The Ninth Royal Irish Fusiliers played a key role in the preparation for the Battle of Messines. There was a need to determine the German positions and the extent of the protective wire to their rear. The 9th Royal Irish Fusiliers took part in a raid on June the 4th, after a day of shelling by the artillery of the 36th Ulster Division. This raid was successful and information about the wire for 500 yards to the rear of the German front lines and positions were obtained at the cost of two killed and seven wounded. At 3.10am on the 7th of June, the mines that had taken so long to prepare were exploded along the front. Most of the mines detonated simultaneously and within minutes of each other. The noise caused by 400 tonnes of explosives was so loud that it was reportedly heard as far away as London. How loud was it for the men waiting to go forward? The explosive laid around Spambrock Mullen in front of the Ulster Division was so late going off that the lead troops had already moved out of their trenches. The German position was completely destroyed, which led to the success of the attack. 
The 9th Royal Irish Fusiliers were in the reserve position that day. They saw the first prisoners at 3.45am, describing them as a hell-stricken lot. At 8pm, the men were ordered to move forward to relieve the 10th and 15th Royal Irish Rifles. Much of the fighting had died down by that stage, and the men settled into a position 2,500 yards forward. The next day, at 3.30pm, the battalion was ordered to move again, to take over a position from the 11th Royal Irish Rifles at the final limit of the advance. Work was made throughout the night consolidating their position. It was after dark on the 9th of June that the 9th Royal Irish Fusiliers were relieved and fell back. The Battle of Messines was a major success. It showed the power of a combined attack on static defences. 7,000 German prisoners were captured, the 9th Royal Irish Fusiliers suffered only 3 killed and 23 wounded, and the Allies in total suffered 3,538 killed and just over 20,000 wounded or missing. Compared to the near 60,000 casualties on the first day of the Battle of the Somme in July 1916, this was a successful operation. This success would lead to complacency from the British Army about how to conduct this war, and that would, in turn, begin to be felt over the next few weeks at the Third Battle of Ypres, better known as Passchendaele. Thirteenth of June, nineteen seventeen, field postcard. I am quite well, and I'm going on well. I received your letter dated the fifth of June, nineteen seventeen. Letter follows at first opportunity. twentieth of june nineteen seventeen, field postcard. I am quite well, and I'm going on well. I received your letter. Letter follows at first opportunity. 21st of June 1917 On active service with the British Expeditionary Force Written on YMCA letter paper My dear mother, just a few lines to say I received your ever-welcome letter today and I am glad to know that you are all at home and are still in good health as this leaves myself in the same at present. I have got all your letters now. I got six of them at the same time, so I get them now all right. It is a wonder that you did not get an answer to your letter before this, and I write to you every week. The weather has got rather showery this last while, as the dry weather is very pleasant. Well, I have a letter from Mr. Torrey from Waterford, and he was telling me all at home were in good health. I had also a letter from Jeannie, and she was in good health. Also, I had no word from Jack this long time, and I think it was my fault, as I did not get answering his letter. I did not know he had any notion of getting married. What happened that it did not come off? I saw T. Moffat today, and he looked quite well. He was telling me Sammy had to go through another operation. I think his soldiering days are finished. Well, I hope you will get this and forgive me for anything I said and hope it will still find you enjoying good health. Tell Annie and Jimmy that I am asking for them and hope to hear from them soon. I think this is all now, so I will close with best love to all at home. I remain your loving son, John. Postscript. Do not forget to write to the same address as I am with the battalion now. 
24th of June 1917, Field Postcard. I am quite well and am going on well. I received your letter. Letter follows first opportunity. 26th of June 1917, Field Postcard. I am quite well and am going on well. I received your letter dated 20th of June 1917. Letter follows first opportunity. 28th of June 1917, on active service with the British Expeditionary Force, written on YMCA letter paper. My dear mother, just a few lines hoping they will find yourself and all at home still enjoying the usual good health, as this leaves myself the same at the present. I am sorry I had been so long in writing to you, but I always send you a field card to let you know that I am getting on. I am getting your letters all right. I had a letter from Jeannie and she is in good health. The weather still continues to be fine out here. Tell Jimmy I am expecting a letter from him to let me know how things are going. I think I was telling you how I saw T. Moffat and he is looking alright and was asking for you. I believe Sam has gone into hospital again. I expect he will get his discharge soon. Do you have any word from Jack or does he ever be home? I had no word from him this long time. Well, I think this is all now, hoping to hear from you soon again. I will now draw to a close for the present. I remain your loving son, Johnny. Thank you for listening to John Adams' Letters from the Front podcast. To find out more about John Adams and his family, visit www.johnadams.org.uk forward slash letters. The History of the Ninth Service Battalion, Royal Irish Fusiliers, during World War I is taken from the Blackers Boys. Visit them at www.9irishfusiliers.co.uk with the number 9. Podcast will be published a hundred years after the letters were written, so will be published nearly every month. This has been a Mark Smith production.